Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. How many today are thankful that he's a God who hears? Amen. And not only does he hear, he answers. Praise the Lord. Well, glory to God. If you're thankful, you can be seated this morning. This is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, we know he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions we desire to him. We know we have. We know we have. Praise God. That's, that, I mean, that's a verse. That's a verse. Wish I wrote the verse. <laughs> No, actually, I'm glad God wrote the verse. I'm glad God said that. It's, that's the truth. You know, if I could uh, say something along the lines of that verse, um, when it says, if we ask anything according to his will, uh, you know, one of the things that God's been teaching me over the map, really, maybe the last decade, truthfully, but uh, just continues to emphasize it to me, is, is that uh, our asking uh, in the New Testament, we, we must qualify how we ask as opposed to maybe how they asked in the Old Testament. You know, in the Old Testament and even in the gospel some, the emphasis was asking to get God to do. But in the New Testament, we're in, the, we're in what's called the age of grace. And we're on the other side of something called the cross uh, where redemption was fully paid for and the work was finished. Yes. And so now today, so much has already been made available. And so in the New Testament, when I say the New Testament, of course, I understand that uh, the Gospels are a part of the New Testament, but really the New Testament era didn't start until those last few pages of the Gospels. Right? You see what I'm saying? When redemption was, was purchased. And so uh, the emphasis of the New Testament, particularly those New Testament letters, is uh, when it comes to prayer, it's not that God would do something, but it's that we would see and know, understand, and know how to receive. That's the emphasis of prayer. And so you might say, well, why does a verse like what we just sang about, why does the verse say whatsoever we ask? Well, there's still things beyond just what was made available in redemption that it's proper to ask for, appropriate to ask for. But really, uh, I got searching in, uh, in the original language because just was prompted to, you know, uh, when it comes to that word ask. And I found that one of the meanings of the word translated ask in many, many places throughout the New Testament means to call for. To call for. Just look it up. If you don't believe me, that's okay. You won't offend me. But look it up and uh, look it up yourself. And you'll see one of the, one of the uh, meanings of that word means to call for. Now there's, uh, there's a, a, an untapped avenue of prayer right there. Is calling for certain things that have been revealed both in scripture and by the spirit of God. Over in John 14, don't turn there, but over in John 14, when Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Uh, Brother Hagin pointed out in his great teaching on prayer, I got to sit under 
dozens and dozens and dozens of services where he would, would teach on this very subject. And he pointed out that one of the meanings of that word ask is to demand as your rights and privileges. Yes. Well, call for. That, that's, exactly, that's exactly what it's talking about. And uh, as, as believers in the New Testament, when we're talking about effective prayer rather than ineffective bedtime type prayers, uh, when you're talking about effective prayer, well, understanding what belongs to you in Christ is everything. Understanding who you are, understanding the believer's place of authority. You understand, I'm just mentioning that. That's a, that's a, I, I actually took time to preach on authority once when I, when I pastored my church, and I have 17 messages <laughs> on it, just because there's so much in the Word on it, you know. There, there, it, that's big, <laughs> big subject. So our place in Christ, when a believer prays from their place in Christ, now you're talking about something. And so, uh, so much of what Paul prayed is, Lord, open the eyes of their understanding. Help them to see. Help them to know the place to which they've been called. That rich, glorious inheritance that's theirs. The exceeding greatness of the power that's, if I can paraphrase it, already wired right to their lives. Paul's prayers help, help them see it. Help them see it. Help them know it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so we want to be, you know, you can really tell where a person is spiritually by just listening to them pray. Hmm? Uh, so many times when you, and you've heard it, you've heard people pray, lead in prayer or whatever, uh, even ministers sometimes, and, and you can tell they're impressed with the great distance between God and us. Oh, God in heaven, you're so great, we're so not. <laughs> you're so worthy we're so on <laughs> worthy <laughs> right you're so this but we're so that that's not that's not the revelation of the new testament and the more i go the more i'm prompted by the lord to uh to kind of try to herald some of this because it matters it's not just something we visit every once in a while if your mind gets renewed to it and you walk in the light of it. You won't, you won't be throwing prayers out there hoping some hit. You know what I'm talking about? And, you know, we all grow. Uh, well, not all, but all can grow. All should grow. And uh, as I've grown, I'm not, uh, prayer is not a roulette thing it's not a it's not like a las vegas game prayers it's not a game of chance that's what i mean to say it's not a game of chance faith is not chance to us uh, we're hitting we've got to where we're hitting on about a hundred percent success rate in faith which is better than the 20 percent that most of the faith camp lives in and it's only because God's shown us some things in the word that have been there all the time and other people besides me have preached them and, and shown us these things, but they get forgotten after a while and folk don't walk in the light of it. Amen. And so same thing with prayer. Uh, when we pray, we're not hoping and a praying. Know what I'm talking about? 
Well, we're just a hoping and a praying. Just stick with the hoping because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that's the concept. And so that's why uh, that verse we looked at, maybe the second day we were here, you might remember over in 1 Peter 4, verse 7, where he said, the end of all things is at hand. Be sober, which is a reference to thinking soundly. Be sober and watch. Take your place in prayer. Be sober-minded. In other words, have your mind renewed to the spectrum of truth that the New Testament offers us. And uh, so it's important that we do that. There's things that unless you feed on them daily, it doesn't take much time at all for you to be pulled right out. For example, and I'll just tell you about my life. For example, the subject of authority and dominion. When you feed on that and get the revelation of that, you're like, okay, come on, I dare you. Come on, babies. Come on, you just try. You just try, devil, to do this. Or you just try to do this because I know who I am. But you know, I can go to bed one night with that revelation, wake up the next morning, and well, I just, you know, I did sleep last night. But I had this bad recurring dream the entire night. I should have prayed, now I lay me down to sleep. <laughs> I say bad dream. It wasn't like a terror-filled dream. It wasn't a demon-filled dream. I, I dreamed that I borrowed somebody's saxophone without asking them, and they found out, and it's just the whole night, and I couldn't get it returned to them, or something happened. I used to play saxophone. I mean, I still do barely, once in a, like five years, every while. The whole night, the whole, and I dreamed I entered some competition, like I entered a, a music competition. Pastor Nancy, did you ever dream that when you were doing that, did you ever dream you were in? Oh, yeah. You have a performance, and it starts at such and such a time, and there you are with no pants. I mean, not, not you, me. There you are, not dressed, not going to make it. You can't get there. My wife actually lived that nightmare. Yeah. She was a, she, what were you singing in? She was singing in the Messiah. And you had the part of, uh, I don't know the characters in the movie. <laughs> no, it's not a movie. <laughs> she was singing the mezzo-soprano solos and, and was supposed to be somewhere. And this was before GPS. And she had just started driving. She was in college. She had just started driving. She got lost. And, and the, yeah, she's in this big ball gown for this thing. And she's just lost as a white goose in a snowstorm, like they say. Just lost as can be, driving around, crying, makeup. And, and other people had to step in and sing, sing your part. Yeah, did you ever get there? She got there for the second half. So if you're in a production, just rehearse the second half. So anyhow, why did I even say that? Yeah, I have a dream. <laughs> you can go to bed. I mean, last night I laid down to bed and I had last night's service just flowing through me and just everything. And I wake up in a pan. And my wife had to wake me up this morning. And she turned on the light and, and I'm like, what time is it? And so I was like, I got to get this equipment back. <laughs> in a panic so you know I went to bed and God and I were one 
and I woke up and found that he moved to Europe, and here I am in the heart of America. And so I had to start reminding myself, and I had to start reminding myself that I'm, that I'm his child, and, and that I didn't, in fact, do what I thought I did all night long. Praise the Lord. So relieved. But no, you have to, you have to know who you are. Amen. And when you know who you are, you realize that prayer isn't you down on earth trying to hit something way far away. Hmm? But it's actually a partnership. I said it's actually a partnership between you and the Lord. He needs you in partnership with him. You have, a, you have every, regardless of what other call you have, uh, you know, everybody's got some kind of, of place in the body of Christ. Your call might be to serve in your local church. And if you don't have any other call, I'll just tell you, your call is to serve in your local church. But you know, if God calls you to uh, up speaking ministry or pulpit type ministry or some other kind of ministry, doesn't matter, that's great. But whatever other call you have, every believer has a call to take their place in prayer take your place in prayer and we talk about it sometimes with urgency because there is urgency about it but it's not a burden how many know that that uh first john says his commandments are not burdensome huh his commandments are not grievous if god's called you to do something it's not a it's not a hardship it's not a burden but I don't know about you. Sometimes, you know, you think, well, we got to pray. We got to pray. We got to pray. As though it's some great. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you know what you have to do? You have to breathe. Did you wake up today thinking, oh, my God, I got to breathe all these times today. I got to do as many inhales as I do exhales. And it's just all day long. It's just in, out, in, out, in, out. Just breathing. So much breathing. <laughs> Anybody here, you think of it that way? I mean, maybe if it's a challenge to breathe, you would, but um, no. Why? It, this is just who I am. I'm a, I'm, while I'm on earth, I breathe. But you know, prayer ought to be the same way. Uh, it's not you just doing what you can to try to get close to God and and, and, and singing, just a closer walk with thee. Like it's so difficult. No, as just the way you breathe in your humanity, you and God are intertwined. Your lives are intertwined. Amen. And just like breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, our, what we call our fellowship. Our fellowship is constant and ongoing. Now, I understand you've heard, you may have heard this before. You may say, well, that, yes, that sounds right. So much of the body of Christ has no concept of this. They visit with God every third Sunday morning. Come on. Maybe not in your churches, but I mean, <laughs> other parts of the country. They, they visit with God, you know, once a month, twice a month, and then they're back to just living, uh, just living life in the natural. But that's not real Christianity. Huh? Real Christianity is not God up in heaven and you stuck on earth. He's raised us up together 
He's made us sit together. Where? In the heavenlies. We are seated with Christ. Seated with Christ. Where's Christ seated? Would you turn to Ephesians chapter 1? Boy, it's easy ministering in here today, but I have not said a single thing I plan to say. <clears throat> we know what that's like sometimes, you know. But, uh, but where we are at the moment is good. Ephesians chapter 1. Praise, 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 praise. Hey, if I don't think to say it later, you know, just as far as my wife and I are concerned, we want to just express our thanks to everybody for being here and, and this church for all that they've done and all the helps. We, we've, we are so honored. We feel like we're just doing what we're born for in these meetings. But anyhow, Ephesians chapter 1. We read a little bit, uh, or quoted a little bit, I should say, of the prayer that Paul prayed in, in verse 18 when he said, uh, well, verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom, or we could just say it this way, spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. What's he praying? That you'd see some things and that you'd know some things. Well, why do you say see some things? Because of the next verse, the eyes. The eyes. What do you do with your eyes? Scratch? No, see. Sniff? No, see. The eyes of your understanding. In other words, uh, your inner man. Being enlightened, other translations say, being flooded with light. Boom. Lights on. And we, we know and we see. Um, and it goes on, I'll just read it real quick, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is that exceeding greatness of his power. Not that he might send every once in a while from heaven if we pray hard enough. No, but his power that's already to us. To us. To us. Just like that, you know, they have power to the panel, power to the pole. There's power to the people. There's, there's already power connected to you. But if you don't know it, it matters not. And if you don't know it by revelation, meaning if, you do, if it's not been enlightened as a result of your time hearing from God, in the word or hearing from God in a service if you don't know it on the inside so we're not just talking about a mental knowledge we're not just talking about something intellectual that you could repeat we're talking about you know it like you know it like you know it amen but he talks about this power the working of his mighty power which he wrought or worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead now, where is this power right now? Wired where? Wired to you. The source of this power lives in you. That's how it's wired to you. And we're talking about the power that raised Christ from the dead. Now, if this had said the power that raised Lazarus from the dead, because how many know power 
raised Lazarus from the dead. If it had said the power that raised Lazarus from the dead is, is, is to us, that would be tremendous. But it says the power that raised Christ from the dead. You might say, what's the difference? There's a difference. Nobody's ever been as dead as the Lord was dead. You didn't know there was degrees of dead, did you? You just thought dead is dead. But if you ever watched Princess Bride, you know there's mostly dead. Inside joke, it's a movie from a long time ago. Okay. Most of you people don't know this, Pastor. I'm ashamed of you. Okay. Next Wednesday night, movie night. Praise the Lord. Christ wasn't just dead like Lazarus was dead. Christ died with the sin of humanity upon him, the sickness of humanity upon him, poverty and lack upon him. Of the whole world, those who had lived, those who were living, and those who would live. Meaning your sin, your sickness, your lack, as well as my sin, my sickness, my lack, was all placed upon him in the spirit realm as he was being crucified in the physical realm. Nobody's ever been dead like Jesus was dead. And he went down, if I could say it this way, he went down with all of that and came up without any of it. And when he came up, we came up. When he walked out, we walked out. That's why, that's why we say we don't have to ask in the sense of God do it in those areas that our redemption covers. <laughs> what we need to do is get a revelation, is learn to see and remind ourselves of what he has accomplished. And then when you realize he came up without it and he walked out without it, and so did you. then the realization on the inside of you will explode and you're like, oh my Lord, I already am free. I'm already free. The prison doors are open. Why am I sitting here in the jail cell? I'm free. I'm free. Now I'm talking to me because uh, a couple days of not thinking about this, a couple days of not reading about this, I start thinking like everybody else. I start walking by sight like everybody else who rubs up against the world will walk by sight. And I'll think, I don't yet have it. I need God to send it. But if you have a revelation that when he came up, you came up. When he came out, when he, came, when he went down with it and came up without it, that means you don't have that sickness anymore. You don't have that sin anymore. You don't have that lack anymore. It's, it, you can't be any richer than, I'm, than I am. Do you understand that? It's not possible for somebody in the world to come to me from Wall Street and say, I'm richer than you. Nope. Nope. Not possible. Not possible. You can't be any more righteous than I am righteous. You can't be any more healed than I'm healed. You can't be any more rich than I'm rich. And the same is true for you if you get that revelation and walk in it. And when you walk in your mind's renewed, <laughs> you're not, oh God, if you can see fit to just please send a little love and blessing my way. No, 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 you wouldn't, you will kick that prayer. You'll take that like a tennis racket and just swat it out of your life. Amen. 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 So the power 
that, that which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him, and set who? Set him. Him, the head, and him, the body. When you see, when you see things talking about him, it's not just he. It's he and me. It's we. Set him at his own right hand, the Father's own right hand, in the heavenlies, in the Father's right hand, in the throne room. Come on now, we're not, we're not, we're not like uh, the ones who used to stand outside the courtyard. We're in the throne room. Hmm? It's not some big concrete, you know, because I know you visualize it like, like I, some big concrete throne. Big, come on, you're, you're there. You're there. You're seated there at the Father's right hand. Hello, hello, hello. Far above. Far above. All principality and power and might and dominion. Oh my goodness. Principality has to do with, uh, those are not the highest level of demonic rule, but those have, these, some of these things have to do with influencing spirits that influence national offices, uh, influence our world system, right? The, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, Ephesians 2 talks about. Jesus is far above all of that. And so are you, and so am I. Far above. Say it with me. Come on, far above. Far above. Not just barely. Can you see how silly some of, uh, I, I don't know if it's making a, a resurgence or not. Uh, it's about, probably about time for it to do so. But some of the warfare mentality where we're, where we're you know, because the Bible does say we wrestle. But they have the idea that, you know, we may win this match. We may not win this match. We're so far above the forces that so many Christians have great respect for. Far above all, 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 all. Wish somebody else knew how to read here besides me today. Come on, far above, far above all, all, all. Say it five or six times. Come on, all, all, far above all. All principality, all power, all power, all might, all dominion, all dominion. And in case we miss something, every name that's named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And 
and there's, 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 it just keeps going and going, and has put all under his feet. Under whose feet? Christ, the head and the body. Why do you say that? Because of the very next thing we're going to read. Has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all to the church. Now, if you've had trouble with what we've said so far, can you at least agree that you're part of the church? Gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that fills all in all. This is where you are. This is, this is, the, this is the reality in the God realm. You are not an earthling. Do you hear me? I said, you're not an earthling. You've been created in the image of God. You've been created in the likeness of God. And you've been placed. Where is it? Uh, 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 thank you. Uh, Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> You doing good this morning? Yes. It's okay to be turned into a couple verses, yes. flipping pages. You got to get in the word if the word's going to get in you. Yes. The 20th verse says our conversation, other translations are, do a little better job of it. They say our citizenship, our citizenship is in America. Is that what it said? I mean, that's pretty good citizenship to have, though. If you're from this country, most of you are. I'm thankful to have citizenship. But that's not where your real citizenship is. In fact, uh, American citizenship, if I can say it, is inferior to your real citizenship. Our citizenship is where? In heaven. From where? From whence, but that means where. From where, from, what does that mean, from where? From heaven, also, we look. Say it again. How is that possible? You're already there. I said, you're already there. We quoted it, haven't looked at it yet, but we quoted Ephesians 2, 6. He's raised us up, made us sit together in heaven. From a a place of, uh, from a positional standpoint, if I could say it that way, you're there. Your citizenship is there. Now you might say, "How how is all this possible? Well, uh, is there anybody here that you are a citizen of another country? Maybe you have dual citizenship. Anybody here today, you have citizenship? What, what country are you a citizen of? Okay, so, so you have German citizenship. What that means, she's not physically there, is she? she Do you know you're in West Paducah today? You're in West Paducah. But she's a citizen of Germany. What's that mean? To, she's got rights 
there. If there's an election, although she's not there, she can vote absentee in Germany. She has a say, and all of the protections afforded her as a citizen. Now, to the degree, I don't know if there's any that would supersede our country or not. But let's just say, uh, let's just say you were in a country that didn't have the benefits and blessings that our country had. And uh, if, if you're an American in another country, maybe an ambassador or whatever, the rights of America and that other country may not give you what America has, but you get it anyhow because of your citizenship. You're, you're, do you know you're seated in the House of Representatives? As an American, you're seated in the Senate. They represent you there. That means you're there. There's a, there's a person there on your behalf. But you're there in the sense that your rights are there. Don't worry, I ain't getting political. That's actually all I know about it. <laughs> Our city, there's a, how many know there's a sense that our citizenship is in Washington, Washington, D.C., though physically you're not there. But you can partake of all of those rights. You might be, and that's, you know, that's why they have federal laws. They have states' laws. Well, as far as states' law is concerned, one state might be different from another. You might not have the laws as a resident of California as you do in Connecticut. But those federal laws, they would supersede that, wouldn't it? They would, uh, that's why they fight about these things. Let's make it a federal law. Let's not make it, whatever the case, whatever the issue is, uh, do we need a federal law or do we not? Because they, they want to be careful because if it's federal, then, then it, it just covers everything. Well, how many know the laws of the kingdom of God and the laws of heaven supersede the laws of earth? And you have a right to partake of those laws. You have, a, you have a right to partake of all the laws of heaven. That means you have a right to experience the conditions of heaven Amen. on earth to the degree that it's been made available. Amen. You know, with the looks I'm getting, I think so, either I need better glasses or some of you need to think about it a little more. Maybe you're just thinking about it. <laughs> Praise God. This is awesome. So think of yourself now, see yourself in your seat in heaven. Where are you seated? At the right hand of the throne of God. And now think of your problem with you seated there. Think of your issue. And as you think of your issue and think of, and who are you seated next to? I'm sorry, you're seated ne- on to the right hand of the Father, the Creator. The one who, listen, when, this, when Satan fell, do you understand that there was no such thing as a power struggle? You know, the last, the last time, I think, I remember the last time our nation went to war, I think, was Iraq, wasn't it? And uh, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, you know. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm talking, you know, just remember when they, 
and and uh, they talked about whether we should, whether you think we should have or whether you think we shouldn't have. That's not my point. The point is, I remember them saying that our plan was two words: shock and awe. Do you remember shock and awe? Yeah. That means you don't know what hit you and you didn't see it coming. That's how dominant we were supposed to be. And in other wars, I think maybe the first Gulf War lasted all of a day or two because we came in overwhelmed. Do you understand that's how God is? Jesus said, I saw Satan as lightning fall to the earth. With that statement, Jesus summarized the entire satanic rebellion in heaven. We do get a recording of a little bit of the devil's side of it where he said, I will ascend to the throne of God. And we don't have to say that. We're already there. He'll say, I'll be like God. We don't have to say that. We've already been made that. Oh, I know. Listen, you get called a cult. You get called a cult if you believe the Bible. So Satan said these things, and in the time, he's, he's getting these I wills, I will, I will, I will, and he's getting one of them out of his mouth, and he finishes it with his rear end smoking <laughs> on earth. <laughs> Boom! And that's the power struggle that took place. That's the struggle. That was the great war. Boom. One boom. It's a big bang theory. Boom. Bang. Bang. He's on the earth. Bang. Done. And you're seated. That that happened from the throne. (laughs) Jesus said, my father casts out demons with the finger of God. That, that's how that's how he left heaven. God said, "There, this, I will ascend to heaven." And God's like, <laughs> "Bang!" And you and I are seated there. And your problem is what? Three thousand dollars. <laughs> The doctor said. Can you see why the Psalms say, he that sits in the heavens laughs? (laughs) Perspective, yes? Perspective. Perspective. If you see things from not just God's perspective, but your seated place, your citizenship, is in heaven, we were reading. From where? From, from your seat, we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come again. Amen. And what's, he, what's he gonna do? We just gotta read it, because we're in the neighborhood. You, preachers, you ever do that when you're in the neighborhood? You gotta read it. When he comes, he shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glory-filled 
body according to the working. We read that in Ephesians 1 about the working. Huh? According to the working, his power, whereby he's able even to subdue all things to himself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're there all except for our body, which still needs to be changed. We shall not all sleep. Some folk in the morning service need a revelation of that part right there. Come on. We... Now, that's not what you confess at bedtime. That's what you confess when you're getting ready for the service. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. We'll be changed, changed 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 glory to God but all except the physical part of it there's so much reality there so really instead of asking God please do this can you can you see how that falls so short unless you don't know any better and I'm not you know of course I'm not diminishing people are very sincere I think most people who pray and ask and beg and plead, and whine, and cry, and sling snot, or whatever they do. All of it, they're sincere in their, in what they do, but they just don't know. I remember uh, my wife, my, my wife's mom, she passed away very prematurely years and years ago. And uh, when, when we heard she was sick, uh, she she called me and told me we I think we were married already but we were not together because I was traveling she was in in school and uh, when she told me I stayed up all night long praying I mean all night I pulled an all nighter praying for her sincerely I don't I don't lose sleep for nothing you know I mean I was very sincere begging and and cry, making myself cry because I thought that's what got the job done. You know what I'm talking about? Begging, crying, pleading. And then I said, God, I'm not going to believe anything unless you appear to me. I said that. No, I really, you wouldn't be, nobody here in this church would do that. But that's where I was, as ignorant as can be. And I thought it was just pray hard, 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 which is why when, pe- when people say, well, we just got to pray. We just got to pray. We've got to storm the gates of heaven. Well, what are you doing outside the gates? What are you doing outside the I thought we just read. We just read, honey child. <laughs> There's a time to pray. There's a place to pray. There are things to pray about. But can you see that so much of what folk pray about is not much, not much bigger than what I did doing that all night, all nighter. That was just bedtime level prayer. Huh? Immature, because I was, you know, spiritually immature, just hadn't grown. One of the reasons I hadn't been taught. The church I came out of, that's how they prayed. You just beg, you show, you show how sincere you are. You, you cry. And, you know, there's some folk yet that they're just in the habit of it. You'll hear different ones pray, and they'll automatically tune up. You know what I mean, tune up? 
Start sniffling and start tuning up. They'll cry every time they pray. Hello. <laughs> Let's grow. Let's grow. Let's grow into Christ. Grow up into Christ. Putting off the old man, putting on the new man. Walking in the light that's ours, walking in the revelation that's ours. <laughs> do something with that. Come on, do do something with what I just get with it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did you get something out of that part? Well, you're talking about, you know, people that, that cry and, and tune up, but we, we read about the, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Fervency doesn't mean how loud you are or how emotional you are. It's not about, uh, you know, we've got to, like you're saying, you've got to storm, we've got to, we've got to scream, we've got to get loud, we've got to cry, we've got to, we've got to wring something out. That's so opposite of how we are to act as a body of Christ. But fervency just simply means this, having the same heart as the Father. When we stop praying about ourselves and our things, but we start to see these situations as our father sees them and see the answers to these things and how easy it is for God to take care of these things. And we see it from his perspective because we are seated with him there. Mm -hmm. It changes the entire way we accomplish things in prayer. And we are supposed to accomplish things in prayer. We are supposed to take care of things in prayer. But what we're taking care of are others. More than ourselves. And it's easy. It's not hard, right? It's not hard. It's not hard if you're just living in the revelation. Again, you understand I'm preaching. I'm using this opportunity to encourage myself, preach to myself, correct myself, and you can receive it as well if you like. So I'm not not mad at you or anybody. Just just endeavoring to help myself publicly here today. (laughs) It seems hard. To, to pray enough to where we affect what's going on in the nation's capital or in other countries. That seems hard unless your mind is enlightened to who we are, where we are, and what we have. So what say we pray today with that realization that we're not trying to storm a place and get into a place where we already are, right? We're not trying to get a drop of power. From a, from a source that we're already connected to. Hmm? We're just easily tapping in and in partnership with God, cooperating with him to pray out his plan. Those mysteries that pertain to our day, our hour, our time, things that must shortly come to pass, but they don't automatically come to pass, right? Amen. 
And so we're going to pray uh, along these lines of his plan. And because some of these things are mysteries, meaning we wouldn't know the details at least, or sometimes even know to pray about things, mm -hmm. then we're going to maybe spend the bulk of our time praying in other tongues, right. where the Spirit of God gives us His promptings mm -hmm. that we yield to yeah. and follow. Right. And in doing so, we trust that God's plan is played out, prayed out perfectly. So much of what needs to be prayed for is not readily uh, known by, by our intellect. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. yes, we have, uh, just thinking of one example and then we'll get right to it. But uh, where we live, years ago in Colorado, we were just getting a big string of, of law enforcement officers getting taken down, killed. Right. I mean, just over and over. And, we, and it came up in, in our hearts, particularly in my wife's hearts. Bless God, we live in this area Right. We have a degree of authority. The other thing that was happening all the time was just the teen suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, crazy, crazy yeah. rates. Like, I don't remember, when I was coming up, I didn't remember all, all these teens, and whether it was suicide or them getting killed right. and other things. Right. And, and, and it just came up in our hearts. This stops. It stops. Now, your authority does not extend to every person and their actions and all that, but your authority does extend to the influencing forces that would send them that way, prompt them that way, meaning that the, the evil spirits, our authority does extend there. And, and we, I mean, for when our kids were coming up through school, we stopped that. Now, I, I don't mean it was all us. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying we did take our authority. And same with, the, uh, same with all the law enforcement getting, getting killed. I know that our efforts and, and, and the ones that we contributed to the supply of the Spirit that helped put that down. And I can't do that in Alabama. I can do that in Colorado. That's where we live. I can't do that in Wyoming necessarily. I can do that in Colorado. So that's why others, wherever you, you have authority in your areas. Yes. All right. You leading us out or am I leading us out? Doesn't matter. That's beautiful. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, hey, would you, uh, friends, would you start with us? Would you stand up? You ready for us to practice some of what we heard today? Get up with your glowing self, with your burning self, with your, I, I hope you came full. If, if you've been in these meetings and you're empty, I'm not sure anything I can say would help. <laughs> at this point, but hopefully you have a reservoir yes. from which to draw that we can, that we can uh, not storm heaven, no. but affect things regarding the plan of God. So we're going to start out too, like, like we, uh, we've learned to do from scripture, talks about entering his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. We're going to start out like that. So just lift your voice, everybody, and give God his honor, his praise as we approach. Father, we're so grateful. We're so thankful for who you are. And Father, we're awed at who you've made us. Thank you, Father, for the place you've given us. Thank you for the position that's ours. Thank you for the rights and privileges we have as citizens of heaven. Thank you for all you've given us in Christ. Glory to God. And Father, we endeavor to walk worthy of the vocation wherewith we've been called. Walk worthy of that place to which you've given us. And Father, we thank you. Uh, for that you've placed us here on earth yes. 
Yes. And yes. Father, because our because we have a place here, we say your will be done. Yes, sir. Your yes, plans sir. be consummated. Yes, sir. Your plans. That what you desire yes. come to pass here. Father, we thank we you for magnify. your plan for the last days. We thank you for <laughs> yes. the harvest yes. that must be reaped. Yes. Glory yes. to God. We thank you, Father, for laborers for your harvest. Yes. Thank you yes. for those who you're dealing with thank to be Lord. trained for your harvest. Glory to God. Glory I thought, oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Glory. Thank you, Father, particularly you. for the for the Bible schools uh, that are raising yes. up laborers. Yes. Thank you. Thank you Glory to God uh, that all who should uh, come shall yes. come. Yes. All who should yes. go yes. shall go, go and shall be trained yes. and shall walk <laughs> in the light. Ah, hallelujah. Oh, oh, we thank you. We thank you for the army <laughs> that that's being yes. raised. We thank yes. you for the great yes. harvest. And thank we you, thank Father. you, Father, uh, for, for the, the different labors. outreaches yes. of mm. all the ministries yes. that are serving you, but particularly this ministry. Mm -hmm. We right. thank you, Father, mm -hmm. for the yes. TV outreach that all yeah, who should golden. see yeah. shall see yeah. that it will yeah. reach right. everywhere yes. it's yes. to reach. Thank you, Father, for the broadening, for the expansion, and yes, for the explosion. Yeah, of, of impact for the message to go forth, for the move of the Spirit to be spread. Thank you, Father, that that which pertains to your coming, that which must happen for Jesus to come again, will all come to pass. Oh, we thank you, Father, for it. We thank you, Father. And we just say, Father, by faith, here am I. Use me if you could. Use me if you choose. We're available to you for your use. Now, Father, we've prayed in our known language best we know how. But we trust you, Holy Spirit. Help us pray those details that need to be prayed. Yes, Sheko, Kiga, Kigere, Kigoron, Kigorande, Dila, Gila, Dilo, Gila Danagida, and a Masti Caravate, and a Repla Tsukruku Falika Zogre, Ding, Darstona, and an Insede, and an Insede de Kaju, and a Nasti Kro Kraki de Baris, Van Manu Dore, Tatse, Taise, and Tanse, and Tanse Ricolas, and Tanse Rachu Lukora, Van Insel. Yes, in the Ratina da Crocosti sets a da Crogogonamase, Eroto, Enemans, Egrogorabaspe, Sito Dora Dasi, Dalanenge, Dana no Sete de Gala, Dana de Mavragolo Costi sets the Carlo to Stanze, Menderot, Menderot, Tenderot, Kinder Casti Carlos to Gold and Nancy Gadazestazo, Jelen, Jelen, Jelan, Jelet, Jelat, Jelet, Jelok, Kelet. Karats, Kurama, Karesi, Karando, Kirenda, Karasi, Mereketi, Kalo, Ukrai, Akurafasi, Ganya Loco, Ganya Loco, Ganya Loco, Chela Tudos, Chela Dodos, Chela Dogos, Chena Marans, Chela Kodavas, Zina Nakara Suko, Bratzi Taku, Red Sea Kazi, Dolatse, Jala Suso Goldade, Jana Suko Rapalanze, and I Ha ha ha! Yeah, and the Klatkiko, and the Klatkikro, and the Klatkike, and the Raspike, and the Rastikedi, and the Rastikalane, and the Rekolokodasikolopasti Gadonats, Galadone, Garitistikoko, Gestijatsadzono, Brad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Potafoma, Panamene, 
oh, men, oh, gelati, oh, 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 the, 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 pure, the purity, the purity of the voice. Oh, mandolo, mantala, be colombasca, be sombrero, badare colombra, be sono, celetis to cut the path for full progress, the sexicolor, be for the healing mercies yes, thank you yes. thank you for the healing yes, mercies amadorobata oh rebeto thank you father thank you thank you helping us to know helping us to see how to move with your flow thank you father for your healing mercies thank you thank you oh thank you for your miracle power thank you thank you father oh thank you thank you Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for those yes, so that go into that realm. Thank you, Father, for those that know how to flow in that realm. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. And the angels, thank you. Thank you for the assist. Thank you for the assist. Thank you for the assist. Thank you for the divine assist. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, 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 Oh, oh, the flow of miracle, miracle flow, the miracle flow. Oh, oh, rebero romba, bado romba, basco romba. Oh, so great, so, so grateful, so grateful for the miracle flow. Oh, oh, lombato golo, brasca lotto, romba, basco lombra, beco scopa, ana beco, ana beco rombasca, oromasca, na basco lombra, macalabado, lombasca, la blecosco, amiero, bredo, basco lono, basco, bresco lombra, bedo, la bade, solo. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. I'm reminded, you know, it's, uh, I want to say something and then we're going to go back and pray along these lines just real briefly. But, uh, you know, we began the service talking about uh, calling for things in prayer. Do you remember that? And I was just, I was just prompted and reminded uh, uh, of, uh, well, there's things in the Word that we see 
that we don't yet see physically. We see them in the Word, but we don't yet see them. And so particularly the fullness, uh, the full manifestation of the move of God in our day. And if you're familiar with, again, we're not going to have you turn there, but over in Ezekiel 47, where it foreshadows the end time move of God, really. And you see those waters at an ankle deep level. Waters represent the moving and flowing of the Spirit of God in Scripture. So you see them at an ankle deep level, at a knee deep level, at a waist deep level. And then rising to the degree where you just, you're either getting in or getting out or getting run over because you can only flow with it. It gets so big and so strong. And what happens after that is that same power that's causing that just causes us to rise up, up, up. And there we are. Call for that. Call for that. Call for the rising of the waters. Call for the expansion. You see what I'm saying? In prayer, we can do that. And then things that have been brought forth by the Spirit of God. Uh, I'm reminded, Pastor Nancy, the Lord dealt with her about waves of healing. Well, we've seen that manifest to a degree, but I, and I haven't heard her say this, but I would just be willing to bet money that we haven't seen it in its fullness. See what I'm saying? In, in the strongest possible measure. So what can we do? We can call for that, for those waves to be longer and stronger. And then what else? Well, we've heard it. We've just heard it said for so many years, prophesied really, that in the end time move of God, all the ministry offices will be functioning in their full potential. Well, have, you, have we seen that in, any, in anybody except me? No, I'm just joking. Have, have we seen that? I, dare, I, can, I can tell you for sure, this cowboy ain't in, his, in the full potential. But we can call for these things and need to call for these things. And then and we're going to do this here, but two things that uh, the Lord dealt with me about that come up in prayer. I pray often about what, what uh, the Spirit used this phrase in me, the Finney anointing. Well, if you know who Charles Finney was, um, he, he great revivalist, and, and really many people came to the Lord, but there, was, there would be a spirit of conviction upon the people to where we've seen it throughout the years people would just flood the altar whether or not the 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 call was given to come or not they just they just had to come they just had to come well we don't see that today like we read about it in days past so what do we do we that belongs to us in this era how do we know well at least in my life it's come up from my spirit i didn't even invent that phrase the finian noise i wouldn't have thought of that but keep praying that out and then the other thing the Lord dealt with me about was what he calls the Wigglesworth anointing. And that, yeah, that is those creative miracles. That is those outstanding miracles. See, he spoke it through in prayer so we can call for those things and make a demand on it. Make a demand on it. So, Father, we, we do endeavor to obey you in this regard. And, Father, we just thank you for that which you've spoken, for that which you desire, for that which you decree. And we just call for, and we thank you for, 
the rising of the spiritual waters, as it were. We thank you, Father, for the flowing of the river of God in stronger measure. And we thank you, Father, that we don't just live in an ankle-deep flow. We thank you for the rising of the waters. Thank you, Father. Whatever, show us how to get to knee-deep, waist-deep, chest-deep, over our heads. We thank you. We see it in the Word, and we say we shall see it in the earth. Thank you, Father, that the whole earth is filled with the glory of God. Thank you that the whole earth is filled, covered with your glory. So we thank you for it, Master. We thank you for those waves of healing flowing longer and going stronger and reaching further and reaching past to those who don't know how to receive, yet they're there and they encounter it and they receive. Thank you. For the, for the strong waves of healing. Thank you for creative miracles, for that Wigglesworth anointing that you talked to me about. Thank you for that. Thank you, Father, for the, for the Finney anointing. Thank you, Father, for that convicting power resident in the room. We call for these things. We thank you for these things. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. We say it's so. Thank we you, say Lord. we have thank it. Thank you for it. Thank you. Thank Glory you. to God. Thank you. We thank, thank you, Father, thank you. for limbs thank growing you. out, yes. for severed yes. spines Glory. being reconnected, yes. for extraordinary Hallelujah. miracles Glory. in the area yes. of healing. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, oh, right uh, Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you that we have it. We thank you that it's ours. We thank you that it's here. We thank you that it's now. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Ha. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We give thanks for it. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you that we're in it. Thank you that we're walking in it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. If you believe God heard us, if you believe God answered us when we prayed, then what is left to do but give thanks, but give praise. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. We can sing a little of that. Oh, <clears throat>
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give, we give thanks. We give thanks for your mercy and your grace. For your mercy and your grace. We appreciate. We appreciate. We give thanks. We give thanks. Sing it from your heart. We give thanks. Jesus, Jesus. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks for your mercy. For your mercy and your grace. We appreciate, we give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks, we thank you, Father, we give thanks, we give thanks, Jesus, Jesus, we give thanks. For your mercy, for your mercy and your grace, we appreciate, we give thanks, we give thanks for your mercy, for your mercy and your grace, we appreciate, we give thanks. We give thanks. Hallelujah. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.